Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, and this hour will highlight two composers that history has largely forgotten, 14th century Italian composer Zacara da Teramo and French Renaissance composer Pierre Molu. Although they're not considered part of the canon of early music composers, the beauty of their music remains just as powerful today as it was during their lives. But first, we'll honor the life and music of one of the most well-known sopranos of our time, Montserrat Figueras, who passed away in November 2011. take a quick look back in time to the year 1066. On January 4th, Edward the Confessor, one of the last Anglo-Saxon kings of England, died. On his deathbed, he chose as his successor Harold Godwinson, his wife's brother. Unfortunately, Edward had already promised the crown to his cousin William, the Duke of Normandy. Harold was crowned King of England the day after Edward's death, but he was only able to hold this position for nine months. He and two of his brothers were killed at the Battle of Hastings in October of 1066. This battle was the turning point in the war for control of England, and it remains the last successful conquest of the British Isles by a foreign invader. Duke William of Normandy enlisted the help of nobles from as far away as Italy in his fight for the English crown. He waited until Harold sent his armies north to fight off invading Vikings to make his move on the southern part of England. The accession of William the Conqueror to the throne of England is typically viewed as the end of the Dark Ages and the beginning of the Middle Ages. William was officially crowned on December 25th in Westminster Abbey, but spent most of his rule on the French coast of Normandy. The year 1066 saw another rebellion in which Slavic peoples protested Christianity in their area of Northern Europe. John Scotus, the Bishop of Mecklenburg, was sacrificed to the Wendish god Radagast as part of the revolt against Christianity. Radagast, the god of hospitality, was primarily worshipped at a shrine in Mecklenburg, but a statue of him also stands in the Czech mountains. Islamic scholar Imam al-Bayaki also passed away in 1066. Al-Bayaki was known as an expert in the study of hadith, or a record of the traditions and sayings of the Prophet Muhammad. The reign of the Swedish king Steenshil ended with his death in 1066. He ascended to the throne in 1060 following the death of his father-in-law Emund the Old. Steenshil supported the conversion of Sweden to Christianity and is remembered as the king who loved West Gates before all his other subjects, as recorded by medieval historian Snorri Sturluson. In the world of music, a manuscript of harp music in Israel, completed in 1066, bears a resemblance to a harp manuscript written 300 years earlier in the German city of Aachen. Many know of the biblical hero David who killed the giant Goliath by knocking him out with a stone between the eyes and then beheading him. The book of Samuel also states that David was a skilled harpist and he played for the king to relieve his headaches. Many harpists throughout history have seen David as their protector and inspiration, so he appears on many manuscripts devoted to harp music or treatises on the harp. 
The same is true with the Greek manuscript completed in 1066 and a Psalter presented to Pope Hadrian I by Charlemagne in 795. This has been a look back to the year 1066. You can find more about the people, events, and music from this era online in our blog section, along with early music t-shirts, totes, and books in our gift store. Find it all at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Welcome to Harmonia. We begin this hour with a tribute to a legendary musician and leader in the field of early music, a singer whose haunting voice moved the hearts and souls of audiences and inspired many musicians to further explore repertoire rarely heard. On November 23, 2011, Montserrat Figueras died in Barcelona, Spain, after a year-long battle with cancer.
Flavid Oster, Medieval Music from the Spanish Convent of Las Huelgas, sung by Montserrat Figueras, who passed away on November 23rd of 2011. Figueras leaves behind her husband and musical partner of over 40 years, Jordi Saval, as well as her children, Ariana and Ferran, also accomplished professional musicians in their own right. Figueras and Saval met while they were both students at the Scola Cantorum Basiliensis in Basel, Switzerland. Along with Lorenzo Alpert and Hopkinson Smith, they founded Hesperion 20, now Hesperion 21. Since 1974, Hesperion has championed music from the Middle Ages, Renaissance, and Baroque, and showcased the rich cultural heritage of Spain on an international stage. Together, Figueras and Saval also founded La Capella Real de Catalunya and Le Concert des Nations. A number of years ago on Harmonia, we ran a couple of programs featuring La Capella Real's recordings of the various medieval and Renaissance versions of the Can de la Sibilla, or Song of the Sibyl. The deep and mysterious beauty of Montserrat Figueras's interpretations of these mystical Sibylline texts drew one of the most extraordinarily strong listener responses of any Harmonia program in our 20-year run.
music from El Cant de la Sibilla, or Song of the Sibyl, performed by La Capella Royale de Catalunya, directed by Jordi Saval, and sung by Montserrat Figueras, who passed away in November after a year-long illness. All of us involved with Harmonia express our condolences to all whose lives Montserrat Figueras touched. We hope that her praises will continue to be sung, that her voice will continue to touch our hearts, and that her legacy will live on in the voices of generations to come.
We heard Lamento della Ninfa by Claudio Monteverdi, sung by the irreplaceable Montserrat Figueras, who died in Barcelona in November 2011. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia. Anyone who has taken a history class knows that there's just not enough time to cover everything. The same is true in the history of music. Some names just never come up unless you really dig for them. One such name is Antonio Zacara de Teramo. For a while he was confused with another composer, Nicolas Zacaria. This happened occasionally because the spelling of names was inconsistent and people were sometimes known by nicknames or abbreviated names. Our Zacara de Teramo began employment at the Ospedale di Santo Spirito in Rome in 1390. He was a very prolific composer. He wrote sacred and secular vocal works, and his music appeared in manuscripts as far flung as England and Poland, although he lived most of his life in Italy.
The Orlando Consort performed Cacciando per Gustar by Zacara da Teramo. And before that, we heard Theater of Voices, directed by Paul Hillier, giving their interpretation of Credo Deus Deorum. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, publisher of Early Music America magazine, on the web at www.earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani.
Welcome back. We're highlighting a couple of composers who've been overlooked by the history books and by most performing groups. French composer Pierre Molu is another example of a talented composer whose name does not come up very often. Despite his employment at the French royal court and his supposed study with Josquin Dupré, Molu's music remains largely unknown. Most would say that Molu's masterpiece was his Missa Alma Redem Toris Mater, which was written in such a way that it could be performed with or without rests. We'll hear both versions of the Agnus Dei from this Mass, as well as the shorter version of the Kyrie performed by the Brabant Ensemble.
The Brabant Ensemble, under the direction of Stephen Rice, performed the Kyrie and the shortened and extended versions of the Agnus Dei from Pierre Molu's Missa Alma Redemptoris Mater. You're listening to Harmonia. Hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts can be found on our website at harmoniaearlymusic.org. In 2010, the ensemble Collegium Vocal Ghent celebrated its 40th anniversary. Around the time of their establishment, they were one of the first groups to incorporate ideas of Baroque performance practice into their own performances. In 2011, they re-released their recording of Johann Sebastian Bach's motets, and while their decision to have only two or three voices per part seemed radical at the recording's initial release, it has since become a much more common practice.
Collegium Vocal Ghent, under the direction of Philippe Herweg, performs selections from their re-release CD of Bach Motets. Interested in expanding your own early music collection? Each week, we review recordings new and old on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Support for Harmonia is made possible in part by the Crystal DeHaan Family Foundation, serving organizations in central Indiana and recognizing the children and families of Crystal House International. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any aspect of this program. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Anna Pranger. Thanks to our studio engineer, Mike Pashkash, and our staff, David Wood, John Bailey, and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Carrie Boyce is our executive producer, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. <laughs>